Hello and welcome to I'll Be There For You, a friend's podcast. A friend's podcast. So we're here today on our episode nine of our podcast, yep. our penultimate of the series. Wow, we've got Ooh. we've done well, we've got far. Flying through them. And today we've got a random episode. Yeah, another one from our official adjudicator has come to check <laughs> that we've randomly chosen some numbers. Yeah, because, well, I won't say, but I don't think we would have chosen this. <laughs> well, that's uh, giving it away early doors. <laughs> so um, the episode that was thrown up was series one, season one, episode 21. Yeah. Which is the one with the fake moniker. Can you remind us? I can. So here's a summary from Wikipedia. When Monica's credit card is stolen, she, along with Phoebe and Rachel, decide to catch the thief. But Monica begins a friendship with her. Joey enlists his friends to help him come up with a less ethnic-sounding stage name. And when Ross finds out that Marcel has reached sexual maturity and needs to be with other monkeys, he tries to get him accepted into the Harvard of zoos. Joey and Chandler convey to Ross that San Diego Zoo has accepted Marcel. Joey, Chandler, Phoebe, Rachel and Ross bid Marcel an emotional goodbye. There we go. There we are. So <laughs> That's all that needs to be said. Right. Who's your best friend? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that is really all that needs to be said, isn't it? There's not a lot going on here. I mean, that one-liner for Joey um, trying to think of a new stage name, I mean, that's a, such a small bit of this episode, and yet it gets a whole line in that summary. <laughs> well, that's all he's got going on in this episode, really. That's true. Um, so where would you like to start? Well, to start at the beginning. Why start, not? It's start a good, as we mean to go on. It's a good place to start. So, as said in the summary, the main, and also the title gives it away, the sort of main thread, I guess, of this episode is Monica. Yeah, Manana, should we say. Manana, yeah, the name she sort of comes up with quickly. Yeah. Is that a name? Um, I think it is a name. Is it? I think Manana. so, Yeah. Manana. Manana, Manana. I feel that's a very uh, sitcom type thing where um, you've got to come up with something or you, you accidentally <laughs> yeah. start saying your own name and you've got to come up with something quickly. I'm sure yeah, that's, that's happened true. before. Yeah, I'm sure right. I've heard that. Yeah. Also, it sounds a bit like Moana. Well, that's what I was thinking when you said that was a real name. I was thinking, <laughs> oh, are you just thinking Moana? Maybe, maybe. Manana. Manana. Like Rise of Banana. <laughs> and also, yeah, it sounds like Manana. Do, 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 do. Manana. Manana. <laughs> So we start the episode with the scene in Monica's apartment where she's like looking at credit card statements and saying, oh, you know, this person has stolen my credit card. It's not explained how that's happened, but... No, it's just that, yeah, Monica's sort of noticing things on her mm. account that uh, shouldn't be there. Yeah. Um. So... Uh, Monica being Monica presumably just cancels her card straight away and that's the end of the episode is that what happens yeah no oh weirdly not oh no, no. well that's yeah. strange because you know someone's stealing from you you just cancel your credit card and um, you get refunded and that's sort of the end of it but no maybe that's the sort of thing you do <laughs> you should be Monica no weirdly she doesn't do that which right. is to say like that is a Monica <laughs> thing to do yeah but no she just sort of seems to well it's unclear what she actually does because She's sort of notified the bank, hasn't yes. she? Yes, yeah. But they don't seem to have blocked the card, have they? Because later on we see 
fake Monica still pretending to be Monica. Yeah. So that's true, yeah. Why didn't the bank do it? Because Monica does report it, doesn't she? Because she calls them up and says about it. Because then they investigate it. But um, she's still getting away with it. (laughs) Well, actually, no, maybe it's because it's things that she's pre-booked. Oh, right, yeah. Because we see her Monica, real Monica. This is very confusing. (laughs) Yeah. Monana. Yeah. (laughs) We see Monana going to a dance class, don't we, later on in the episode. And... Fake Monica's there, still pretending to be Monica. Yeah. But, yeah, as you say, presumably she's already paid those dance classes up front. Yeah. So maybe the bank does cancel it and... Pretends up. Yeah. But, yeah, the whole premise is that Monica sees all these things on her credit card statement and then sort of has a existential crisis that she's not doing enough with her life because... Mm. Fake Monica's going to dance classes. <laughs> Which no one could do without, you know, yeah. being crazy. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, I suppose it's sort of setting up Monica for like, what is my life about? I'm not doing all these things. Yeah. I guess if you're living in New York in your 20s, maybe you feel like you should do some of those things and you're missing out. Instead, she's buying Wonder Mops for sixty nine ninety five. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah i would have perhaps got her doing more exciting things at a dance class yeah but i suppose that they say oh well, then they go and like try because then so once they found fake monica at this dance class yes. real monica manana doesn't fess up instead she just befriends fake yeah. monica because Weird. she thinks she's got like this amazing life and so then they do things like oh they go and audition for a musical or something um and like go to all these different places circus yeah i mean so it's a weird premise in a way because you're like okay well it's good she's had this realization but wouldn't you then just go to your friends like phoebe and rachel oh i'm not doing enough with my life can you show me some things let's do some stuff together like, you can still come up with things to do. I suppose so, yeah. I mean, Especially I think... Phoebe. Phoebe, I think, can be quite spontaneous yeah. and do something a bit different. To kind of reach out to this fake Monica seems a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, I don't know. The whole thing seems to be sort of quite... They're making a storyline out of something that isn't really... Yeah, it doesn't need to be a storyline. Yeah, <laughs> um... I suppose... Uh, how many, there's, what is there, 24? 24, yeah. So, so at 21, so. you feel like you sort of should be ramping up something quite good at the finale. Yeah, but maybe, yeah, you are in that kind of bit where it's you've sort of introduced all the characters, but you've not got the kind of denouement of the end season finale. Yeah, maybe. So you're sort of stretching things a bit. But um, we've talked about sub-characters a lot before. Yes. So what do you yes. think of the sub-character of uh, Fake Monica? Fake Monica not great no no bit annoying i don't know i didn't mind her but i didn't feel like she was that charismatic like i don't know Mm. was she that charismatic you think oh god i want to be around her all the time exactly i think that's because i like the idea of monica sort of having this sort of thing and going i'm not fun enough so you think oh monica's looking down on her own life and thinking there's a better world if that's the case then why pick someone like that pick someone a bit more yeah charismatic and Maybe 
out more out because to be honest she sort of just reminded me a little bit of phoebe yeah well that's what i mean why not then just do it with phoebe like yeah um i don't think you should, yeah she was nowhere near as charismatic as phoebe that's true and you just oh, yeah, yeah not that she was just sort of a woman i guess i don't know like a, old, a bit older than monica mm. but yeah just sort of a white themed sort of kind of middle-classy yeah woman. bit middle of the road yeah like really... you wouldn't envy their life just because no. they can go to a dance class on their own <laughs> you wouldn't go oh she's that's... really she's really living her life i know we still keep talking about the dance class but that's just really sort of the main example i can think of there was something about a something new york something that yeah. i didn't know what it was yeah they went to so yeah as you said they, they auditioned for some sort of musical or something and then they mentioned going to the circus and then gate-crashing some sort of party or something. Yeah. Just, I'm sure they mentioned about, I mean, we literally watched this not that long ago. I know, yeah. I can't oh, remember, which yeah. says a lot. But, yeah, so there's something about gate-crashing at, like, a VIP party or something. Yeah. But I wouldn't take that from someone I've just met at a dance class that they'd be doing loads of fun stuff no and certainly not the way she came across in that dance class like she wasn't sort of funny or like just seemed a bit sort of scatty yeah came in late and didn't sort of yeah you wouldn't i don't know you just wouldn't warm to her i don't think like there's people you know that come into a room and you warm to them instantly they're funny they sort of make you feel like you're important all that sort of thing but you kind of see that bit of it and I just think a few tweaks, and this could have been quite a good storyline. Like, it could have been mm. something about Monica reassessing her life. Yeah. Uh, if you'd chosen someone really good to do that to. Or it could have been actually Monica realising that's who she is and that's fine to be who yeah. she is. But you feel like you ended up with a bit, kind of, bit of both, really. Because <laughs> sort of... Monica doesn't really realise that. And then you sort of have a bit at the end where she does go to a dance class on her own. So you think, oh, she's sort of taken baby steps towards doing some of the things i guess that was quite nice that was i did quite like that bit where yeah she was sort of hovering at the doorway of the dance class Mm. on her own thinking should i go in shall i shan't i go in and um she decides to to take the plunge and do it yeah i did quite like that but as you say it's not really much is it it's not like changed her in any way is what i mean it's like yeah it's done that for a bit and i think that sort of that would happen isn't it it's not like you can't really have a fundamental change no. like that on that smaller thing but maybe she's I'm done a few of... different things mm, but then so. that's no longer a thread after that episode <laughs> <laughs> but as you say like the thing of like this woman doesn't have much charisma in the actual dance class itself mm. Um, so Monica goes and Phoebe and Rachel join her. Yeah. Phoebe, brilliant in that dance class. Loving it. Just they're all sort of got a dance routine to follow. Phoebe just doing her own thing, yeah. obviously. And you would way be looking more at Phoebe know, going, yeah. Oh yeah, I wanna be if if that's the thread of this, the whole story of this is that Monica wants to do something different. Yeah. She wants to be, be less her, she wants to a free try, spirit. Yeah, try a new thing. Look straight to Phoebe. Oh, no, yeah, free spirit. There she is. She's just loving it. She sort of does her kooky dance moves. I feel it's very early series 
uh, Phoebe, yeah. like kind of dance that she does where she sort of waves her arms in the air, just dancing, <laughs> and is loving it. Yeah. Regard a bit like her um, later on when we see her jogging. Yes. I'm doing it really stupidly, yeah. but I love it. Like That's I don't exactly, care what people think. Yeah, it's exactly what it made me think of. And if yeah, I think if you want to change, you'd want to yeah be like that. But Monica takes no notice of her and just yeah. Follows with this white. It seems quite boring. <laughs> Quite boring. A little bit annoying as yeah, well. I find her a bit quite, grating. Yeah. <laughs> she was quite grating, yeah. yeah. And a bit know-it-all, like, um, I know Dutch. Oh, don't we all? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bring out your Dutch. Mm, see if I'm likely. But, yeah, if, we, if we're talking Dutch, Pennsylvania Dutch. Oh, not, yeah. Not the first time it comes up in Friends. Oh. Uh, the one with the football. That um woman oh, that they like yes. is uh, Pennsylvania. No, no, she's Dutch, Dutch, Dutch yeah. but there is a joke about Pennsylvania Dutch again, isn't there? Because doesn't <laughs> yeah, Joey right. say he's Pennsylvania yeah, Dutch or something? Yeah, something like that. So it's yeah, exactly. It was pretty much exactly the same joke of like <laughs> that's how you get out of it because you say you're Dutch and then um, oh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, we met the Amish. We did meet the Amish. So presumably, yeah. So by Pennsylvania, <laughs> when, when we say meet, the, <laughs> we met the Amish. Yeah, we met the Amish. Where we <laughs> Yeah, we met one Amish. Well, was she Amish or was she just a friend no, of No, the, the guy that was oh, selling the yeah. lemonade. He was Amish. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we went to go and visit an Amish community. Um, So by Pennsylvania Dutch, presumably, yeah, that shorthand for Amish. Yes, I think so. That's yeah. the insinuation, isn't it? So they make a few jokes about the Amish in this one, don't they? Yeah. Sort of, uh, uh, is it Monica says something about a hairdryer... Um, oh, yeah, she's something like, oh, she used a hairdryer or something, and yeah. she got thrown out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but as uh, we saw when we went to visit the um, Amish community, yeah. saw in one of their big barns. Electric fan. Electric fan yeah. in there. So and they claimed not <laughs> want yeah. to do one thing, but <laughs> when it comes to heat, popping on that. It was hidden, though. Yeah, well, not that hidden. I can still see it. <laughs> yeah, Miss Marple over there found it. <laughs> um, I, but I do wonder, I mean, I don't remember watching this episode first time round. No, you? no, I don't. Um, and considering the one I chose as my first episode was a few episodes before this. Yes. I don't really remember seeing this one. So I either just didn't see it first time round, like, you know, you're sort of dipping in and out. Oh, it's so boring, I don't remember seeing it. Hmm, maybe the latter. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. I just wonder whether, um, when I first saw it, whether I got the Pennsylvanian Dutch thing. Oh, I wouldn't have thought so. No. I mean, it's only really, yeah, this watching and probably be the first time I've got it. Thought about it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or known what the Amish were. <laughs> <laughs> or link them to, yeah, Pennsylvania yeah. Dutch. Yeah, I just thought that, like, oh, I... I bet yeah. I didn't get that when I first looked into it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't think you would. Probably went over my head. <laughs> so we t- yeah, briefly mentioned the tap class there. So yes. Phoebe Broom being brilliant. And then Rachel, just a natural... Natural tapper. Tapper. Well, we do know that she was a cheerleader. That's so true. So you need coordination for that. That's so true. Yeah. It didn't surprise me, to be honest. Yeah. I feel like it was quite a unusual bit that Monica was the one that was really bad at it. Oh yeah. Because normally you sort of see Monica on top or have done the you know, the preparation for it. Yeah. Um but yeah, she was the one that wasn't very good. That's and tap dancing is difficult, as I know. <laughs> oh I've 
I forgot we had a um, uh, UK's premier tap dance. I mean, I can't believe you could forget <laughs> because um, how can you forget my performance as Villager One in the... Now remind me, was um, your performance as Villager One actually, was that the one that didn't happen because he had chicken pox or... I believe, yes, that was the one where I was actually struck down with chicken pox <laughs> uh, days before the amazing final um, performance. Oh, oh no, actually the only performance. <laughs> final and only performance. Oh, meaning no. that, um, yeah, I didn't get to star in the performance yeah. and therefore have not become a world famous tap dancer. <laughs> because only. had they seen my um, performance as Villager One, <laughs> I probably would now be competing. I probably would have been in that river dance. You so, probably would have been. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it's transferable skills from tap to Oh uh, yeah. Well, it was. They have got. It's <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> They've got tap shoes on though. Yeah, but it's not tap dancing. No, essentially. But, no, but um, I think tap dancing is more difficult, so you just <laughs> pick it up well, easily. Pick that up with Michael Flatley. <laughs> I will. Lord of the dance. I will. Yeah, by uh, yeah, that was and that was the end of my tap dancing career, cut down by chicken pox, oh, no. unfortunately. Cut down your prime. Yeah, but um, I feel like tap dancing does come up quite a lot of friends. There's yeah. another, um, isn't that when? Oh, maybe that's just dancing. When Joey does that dance class. Oh. Mm. No, is that, that is just dancing. Oh isn't it? no, I guess yeah, they're wearing those sort of shiny shoes. Yeah. But... I'm sure there's tap dancing in something else as well. It's more sort of ballroom, isn't it, that one? Yeah. Palabre, palabre, jazz hand. <laughs> You're not jazzing in a... No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can still use jazz hands in tap, though. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Kind of jazzy. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, sorry. You don't know tap, <laughs> I so... I sorry. You didn't do any of that kind I of thing. I refuse to do it. Yeah. You were allowed to say no. Hmm. I wasn't. Um... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think yeah, dance class. It did remind me a bit of that Jerry dance class, sort of the moves they were doing. Yeah, and I guess we've seen other um, classes before, like as you say, like Monica excelling. It makes me think of that cookery class, yeah, did, where she sort of pretended to be an amateur, yeah, so she could be really good. So yeah, you think, oh, that must really annoy her, yeah, Monica, that she wasn't good, didn't it? Yeah, well, it's like that, yeah, the competitive thing of. Um, yeah, when I think we mentioned it before, I can't remember what it was about, but saying, "Oh, I hate this game," uh, immediately something yeah. you're not good at is like, I well, it's a poker. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, why would why would I do it if I'm not good at it? Well, that maybe shows her development a bit in this episode then, because not only is she pushing herself to do different things, mm. but she's pushing herself to do things that she's not good at. True. Yeah. And actually, she does say the when she's doing the at the end when she's doing the tap, mm. she's joining in. And the instructor says to her, uh, lady in the back, you're not doing it right. Yeah. And she says, I know, but I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. Which I guess that is, you know, yeah. a step forward for Monica. That's true, yeah. Yeah, so she, maybe she has learnt something from fake Monica. Maybe she has learnt something from that really annoying yeah. <laughs> middle of the road fake Monica. Maybe she just needs to live Manana. <laughs> yeah, maybe it wasn't fake Monica. Maybe it was her persona Manana. Yeah, it's like Sasha Fierce. Is that the name? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would your fake name be? Um, well, it has to be something I... Well, I can't... Oh, this is interesting. Fake names in Friends. Yeah. Because this isn't the only fake name we have. Um, Who famously has a fake name? Phoebe. Yes. Uh, Can you remember what it is? Uh, Regina Falange. Yes. Ken Regina Adams. 
Oh, yeah, is that, that Joey? Joey, Ken Adams, Regina Falange. Oh, I didn't remember that. I remembered Regina Falange. <laughs> yeah. Which, at the, which is quite nice, because at the end of the whole series, yeah. the whole show, yeah. she says there's something wrong with the Falange, doesn't she, in the plane? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what to make of that. I don't really know what the point is. No, there's no, no point. No, there's no point. Just, just the same word again. It's just nice, isn't it? Because you sort of, yeah, I right, remember yeah. thinking, oh, yeah. And the nice. pilot was called Ken Adams. No. no. <laughs> you missed my point. It's just nice. Okay, yeah. A callback. A callback. It's what in the comedy circle we call a callback. Was it a callback to that? Or is well, it just like no, a funny but name? I guess you sort of go, oh, oh that's I, funny. Because that's remember. her fake name and she's just... Had to pluck something oh, from right. thin air, so yeah. she's used something She just likes the word phalange. Going back to sub-characters, so we've had fake Monica. What do you think of the dance teacher, another sub-character? If you put her in a line-up right now, wouldn't pick her out. It wouldn't pick her out, no. I can't remember anything about her. Dark uh, hair? Mm, I wouldn't say dark. Oh, no, I've got nothing. Well, I don't mean describe her in a line-up. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of her? <laughs> <laughs> the point is, I can't remember her. Right, okay. Nothing like. Um, well, she. Um, the idea is that she's a bit like they make a joke about her being like Monica because she said there was yogurt pots left over after dance class. Oh, I missed that. I must have been thinking about something else. No, well, they sort of when they first go into the dance class, Phoebe, um, Monica, and Rachel, um, they're sort of looking around, going, "Oh, who do you think it could be?" could that person be Monica or something like that? Mm. And the dance teacher comes in and says, oh, after dance class, there's a lot of yogurt pots left around or something, <laughs> and like, can we not do this? Like that. And they go, oh, that could be Monica. <laughs> oh, I missed that. Oh, one of the best oh, jokes. Yeah. You missed it. <laughs> what was I doing? Just sort of thinking about lunch or something. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, that is quite good. Yeah. Um. So she had that line. But I thought, yeah, she was just a bit mean. I just think with a dance teacher, do you, like when you're adults, and obviously this is a, like a learning dance class. Mm. It's not like, oh, you're doing it for an audition or something where you, perhaps you could be told off yeah. because it's your job. It's just like a nice dance class. She's really mean to them. I wouldn't go again. <laughs> I'm paying you money. Yeah, I know. But do you, that's, that would also be my worry. Is that sort of playing up on that sort of stereotype of what people worry if they went to a dance class, it would be like a sort of stereotype oh, right. dance teacher. Yeah. Because I think if I went to something like that, I would worry that I would be doing it wrong and I'd get sort of called out for being... Uh, would you really think people are that mean? Well, no, I guess she was like the particularly fierce, that woman. Yeah. But there is, a, there is the worry that you sort of... I guess that is the fear if you're doing something like yeah, that, that you you're get... going to be doing it wrong and... yeah. I'd more be worried if, yeah, if I have to come to the front and do it in front of everyone. That's my fear of doing yoga. Yeah, that you get called to the front or you get told no, off. No, that I'm just doing it all wrong. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, yeah, just you sort of think you're following what they're doing. Yeah. But it turns, it turns out you have, like, no idea what your limbs are doing. Yeah, but is, that, is it better if you told off? No, but it doesn't mean they don't tell you off. Right. But oh, is your worry that you're going to be told off? Or is your worry just that you, even without being told off, just in your head that you're doing it wrong? Ah, uh, interesting. Hmm. Maybe both. Because <laughs> you could be like Phoebe and just be like a free spirit. Yeah. And just, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm doing all your yoga poses wrong. But if someone's calling you out, I guess um, that's the trouble. Like with dance, it doesn't really matter if you're doing it wrong. With yoga, it does because you're probably like 
But don't say the matter if you're doing it wrong. Uh, Dear, it's so no wonder someone wasn't villager number one. Um, I think you find I was on stage many a time. <laughs> Not dancing though. Um, sorry. Hold up. Yeah. Five times in Peterborough's. Oh yeah. National Youth Theatre. Thank you that. very much. I forgot that. Well, Not, you must have national. learnt some kind of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Peterborough Youth Theatre. Yeah. You must have learnt some. You must have done dance classes yeah, we there. Yeah, did do dance. Oh, well. dance. Oh, well, then mention it. Had to do routines and stuff. <laughs> Did you get you're told off? You're not the only one who had to do tap. I didn't do tap. But... <laughs> you're not the only guy to do tap. I didn't do tap. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, oh, did you get told off? Uh, no, I didn't get told off. Right. I was doing it wrong though. No, right. Yeah, but that's my point. You don't get nasty like. Yeah, uh, I suppose so. But yeah. I guess if she was just sort of nice, then it wouldn't really. Yeah. The peril's not there. Peril. <laughs> Mild peril. <laughs> mild peril. I'm being told off by a dance yeah, teacher. I'm having to go back and face some mild peril. Can I say one thing though? You can say one thing. <laughs> one thing. <only. laughs> That's it. And then you're done. Does Monica? Yes. Have FOMO. Fear of missing out. FOMO before FOMO was a thing. It's just Monica, in this episode, or generally. In fact, in this episode, does Monica in fact invent FOMO? Hmm. Maybe. 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 I'll put it out there. <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give you a maybe. I'll have to think on it a bit further, though. Definitely... Instinctively, I want to say yes, but um, <laughs> I don't know. Is it, I think it's deeper than that, though, isn't it? Yeah, but this is definitely FOMO, right? Yeah. And... Yeah. But it's more about your life than just missing out. I think it's more... Because I think you can have FOMO, but not be worried about how you're living your life, can you? Can you just go, oh... Oh, I missed that party, but I'm still living the life I want to. No, I don't know so much. Oh, right. Okay. I think you're very It's more of an much, existential thing. Yeah. Because you're seeing all this stuff on Instagram. You're thinking, why uh, am I sat in the okay. house looking at Instagram? Yeah. Where people are skydiving. Okay, yeah. Stuff. I'll give you that then. And instead of looking on Instagram, she's found it out by her credit card statement. Yeah, because back then, she didn't have Instagram. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's disappointing. All I'm saying is, I think... Monica might have invented FOMO. And the person who's going around claiming they invented it... Right. Didn't invent it. Didn't invent it. But how do you know the person that was going around claiming that they invented it Hmm. wasn't born in 1912? (laughs) You don't know that. I don't know that, but I've only heard it recently. I know, but that could just be you. That's only heard it recently. Um, But she doesn't call it fear of missing out. In fact, she doesn't name anything, so... No. They could have still come up with a idea concept you can see it in her eyes okay <laughs> you can see in her eyes that she came up with FOMO <laughs> fair enough um what did you think of drunk Monica oh thank you <laughs> drunk Monica and I see back because she's exactly the same well this is the thing I thought to myself oh she's just doing exactly the same acting she did as drunk Monica when it's her birthday yeah but I guess if that is you drunk then you would be the same. Yeah, but it's not coming back because birthday Monica is later in <laughs> chronologically <true>. later. <laughs> that's true. But I'm thinking I watched that more recently. <laughs> right. Yeah. She's yeah. just the same sort of... But yeah, I think I would act the same drunk. Well, yeah, that's what I thought to myself. Yeah. What, thought, oh, which, which different way do you want to act drunk? Well, that's... No, you see, I corrected myself. <laughs> right. I originally thought, oh, look, 
she's acting the same and I thought well yeah because you would act the same yeah drunk, I think she's drunk. quite good um drunk yeah both in acting terms and in that in the kind of the sort of drunk people that you hang out with it's always like those ones that are preferable bit silly oh right I see yeah not annoying drunk yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah just yeah. a bit silly quite um, fun yeah um, although yeah I like the way Rachel's kind of worried about her <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's quite interesting the reaction from Rachel to Phoebe when Phoebe sees her drunk at Monica's party yeah and she's like oh I love I love drunk Monica yeah <laughs> which yeah you would be because she was great <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I guess that's a reason to be drunk whereas she just come in yeah stumbling drunk didn't know where she was at, yeah because she was supposed morning. to be at work wasn't she mm. I think that was the kind of jeopardy, the worry. I like, yeah, I, I'm like Phoebe. I like Drunk Monica because it's that kind of... Um, someone who, yeah, you don't see kick loose very often. Suddenly when they become a bit looser, you're like, oh, I love it. As Phoebe says, so much more fun than yeah, Monica. regular Monica. <laughs> which is a bit harsh. <laughs> but true. <laughs> So another bit of the, well, a very small bit of the episode is mm. Joey trying to find a new stage name. Yes. Um, so in the summary it said because it's too ethnic. I mean, is yeah, that the right no, word? I, I was going to say that exact same thing to you when you read that out. I was like, mm, ethnic? I don't think that was right. I can't remember what they, how they said it in the episode, though. Uh, no, I think he did say about it being too Italian. Too Italian, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's trying to find a new stage name. Mm. That's really the That's that done. Start right, and end next. of it, isn't it? <laughs> so, um while he's trying to think of a stage name, Chana suggests a few things and he he also suggests Stalin. Yeah. Joe Stalin and the whole thing is like, Oh, Joey doesn't know who that is, thinks it's actually a really good name. Yeah. And because Chandler says, Oh, you could even try Joseph Stalin. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it's sort of like oh yeah Joey sort of says oh that sounds familiar but still goes for it <laughs> but we've talked about Joey because this is still season one so we've said previously about this thing of Joey we we thought that in season one they weren't quite sure what they were doing with yes, him yes yeah and whether so that's a little bit of the Joey we see mm. regularly later on that kind of not understanding the True. higher level intelligence of the others um, but still, I think there was one bit I thought, oh, that's quite a good quip, like we're saying about him sometimes having really good humorous quips yes. early doors. Yeah. When Ross says about um, Marcel reaching sexual maturity, Joey turns to Chandler and says, hey, he beat you. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> Which like I think that. is quite funny. I mean, it, has to, it kind of has to be Joey because the, the idea yeah. is that Chandler is the one that um, is not sexually mature. Um, but still, I think that does go a little bit to our thing of like Joey does yeah. have these quite funny quips and quite uh, that's quite a quick yeah. humour that one. I like that. At the end, we return to this, don't we? The the Joey name thing, mm. like the very end where the credits are going up. Yeah, we have a, just a little scene of Joey yeah. on stage, and they say, um, you know, they ask him his name, and he says, "Can you remember what it was?" Older McGroin. Older McGroin. Which. 
Now this is embarrassing. You didn't get? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, but to be fair, I thought you said old. 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 Right. Old Mc... McCroin. Right. McCroin. Yeah. I mean, that still that still works. <laughs> yeah, I really like that. <laughs> but I was thinking, oh, it's just someone I don't know. Yeah. Like... An American some, reference yeah, you don't exactly, get. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like an old-fashioned <laughs> reference or an American reference I don't get. And I... <laughs> I looked it up. Oh, no. It's <laughs> embarrassing. So... What did you type in? Old in Matt Groin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I typed in something about the, the episode. Oh, right. And Urban Dictionary had something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Classic Urban Dictionary. Famous Italian actor who worked his way from being a broke actor in theatre musical to a TV star featured in Days of Our Lives. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> he once had a cameo in the early episodes of Friends with his lookalike, Matt LeBlanc. Uh, very clever. Very clever. Very clever. Very meta. Uh, I was thinking, oh, that's quite good, like, the thing to bring up in the podcast. Yeah. It should have taken your advice, as you always tell me, always check your sources. Yeah. Urban Dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> Not me. Yeah, I don't think we could add that as an academic <laughs> reference. <laughs> Obviously, looked at a few more and then got the joke that it's supposed to be whole. Uh, wait, boring. you read that and then it still didn't get there? No! Was like, but it was all about, like friends thing. I know, but I thought it was some sort of in-joke about... Oh, right. <laughs> dear. Oh, dear. Sorry, listeners. It's a very sad <laughs> state of affairs. Um, but but you, you used to watch The Simpsons, didn't you? Yeah, I know, but it's not... I don't... <laughs> Did you get any of those jokes? You know when they phone Moe's bar? Real they're people. just real people. They just never get through to the right person. Good on the sun where they went there. <laughs> I don't think it's that obvious, is it? Um, yes. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Because it's, it's, it's not a real name. It's not even like a clever one. It is literally him saying, holding my groin. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. That's oh, well. embarrassing low for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that was quite oh, a nice well. sort of end to the episode. Yeah, um, it was if you got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yeah, if you didn't get it, you must have thought that was a weird end. Why did they just end on naming that actor? <laughs> Here's a sort of ageing, um, you know, I think we've only mentioned it a couple of times, but um, whether the show is aged. Oh, yeah. Um, that audition scene. Do yeah. you know something about how it's, how it's aged? Not really, no. So the people auditioning him, smoking. Oh, were they? Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't see that. Yeah. thought, well, that looks very incongruous these oh, days. Oh, yeah. It's not quite a 90s klaxon, but it's just an old, uh, an old reference. So the one other storyline we have in this episode is the Ross-Marcel storyline. Yes. Which we haven't covered yet. We already know what our thoughts on Marcel is. Mm. Not good. Oh good, don't like it. Really annoying. Yeah, we said um, on one of the previous ones, oh, he doesn't last that long. So this is his last. Well, no, it's not his last episode, but this is him leaving. Yes. Yeah. Actually, that's a good point. I would you have said he was only in the first series? I would have put him perhaps if I hadn't really thought about it. Put him in. Um. No. When is that episode though? Is that the end of the first series or is that in the second series? Is that is that how the first season ends? In that one with the with Julia Roberts oh, and. I don't know. But I guess 
in my head, he was at least there with Ross longer than mm. he has been. So probably in fewer episodes than you think mm. he would be. In. He made his mark. Mm, he did. Um, I did think with this one, he was quite well trained, but I also think... <laughs> The actor monkey was quite well. Oh, yeah, no, he was quite good. He's I mean, been you've got to give him his due. He was quite good. That bit at the end of the airport, he leaps onto that table with Ross. With <laughs> yeah, the... I thought you liked that bit. <laughs> did you? Yeah. <laughs> did my face light up? <laughs> you fucked up on that bit. Yeah. You've been asleep, haven't you? I was quite impressed by that. Um, and also, yeah, when they were in the coffee house and they were on like their shoulders, I did think, I wonder if the actors actually liked. I thought exactly the same thing. Because he, he looked quite difficult because Joey didn't look too bad with him. So, yeah, um, Joey brings him on his shoulders, didn't he, mm. to the coffee house with Chandler. And one of me, a, w- one thought I had was, I wonder whether they asked Matthew Perry and Matt LeBlanc who wants the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whether there was one that said, oh, I don't really, yeah. <laughs> really want him on my shoulder. And then he leapt onto Ross's. And Ross did look a bit uncomfortable, like... Because he had to keep him on his shoulder, yeah. that same thing. So there's sort of bits where he's like propping him up with his arm. And it, it must be very difficult continuity-wise. Which again, you think, why on earth did they bother? Like, yeah. it wasn't worth it. Do like that's why he got rid of him so early doors? I think yeah. he actually quite annoying. Yeah, it must be. But then you think, well, you must have thought, you must have known that's how yeah. it was going to be. I wonder if he's the sort of thing you write in and then as soon as you get the monkey and the studio you're like oh actually yeah this is a real pain he just sort of just want to do his own thing yeah oh yeah constantly trying to grab the boot yeah so yeah that's it you're sort of leaning up you think oh what are you leaning up there for Marcel (laughs) yeah I just think well we covered it last time how yeah yeah you wouldn't really have that in a city no and yeah maybe this is coming up with some of the consequences of yeah having a wild animal they are yeah. going to start humping things. <laughs> needs They're going to want to start humping your lamb. <laughs> yeah, it needs to be with his kind. But the whole pretense of this, the whole sort of comical setup of this Marcel thing, mm. yeah, Ross finds out from the vet that he basically, yeah, needs to send Marcel off to a zoo or something yeah. because he can't keep him in his flat anymore. He's Which, yeah. Obviously. Who <laughs> knew? <laughs> Not just because he's come to sexual maturity, because it's cruel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so he's trying to get him into different zoos. Mm. And sort of the premise of this is that it's supposed to be like a college, except it's like, oh, getting offers in from college. Yeah. And they're sort of saying, oh, will he get into here? And yeah. he goes there, it's, you know, out of state. And and if he goes to Miami, that's a party town. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I quite like that. <laughs> or just be at the beach all the time. Yeah, the party zoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I had, a, I had a few laughs in there. But... Yeah, it was a good, that was good. I think that was clever. That was quite funny. Yeah. They did that well. But it was a bit hidden. No, it sort of went on a bit long. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of got the idea after a while. And yeah, then... <laughs> it's all, we're still dragging this out. Yeah, and then... just a few more zoos that you can compare to <laughs> colleges. <laughs> and then, yeah, they get a call from San Diego because they think they won't get into San Diego. Yeah. It's too hard to get in there. And they find out they do get in there. I mean, as if San Diego... Well, I don't know anything about San Diego Zoo, but if they're sort of saying, oh, that's the top one, why yeah. do they want a cap- capuchin? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is a good point. They probably wouldn't be taking no. in... You probably would have to go to that. So there is one that um, sort of fake zoo owner 
Oh, yeah. And yeah. Um, who interviews Ross is sort of with and they're sort of interviewing. And, um, yeah, he's sort of saying, oh, can he stand up for himself and fight? And <laughs> how is he with a blade and everything? And, yeah, there's obviously some kind of horrible animal fighting thing. He's a sub-character. He is, Another yeah. sub-character in this episode. And sort of thought I vaguely recognised him. Yeah. Um, I think it's Harry Shearer. Yeah, looked him up. Harry Shearer. Harry Shearer. Of Simpsons. Simpsons fame, Spinal Tap. Yeah. All that kind of thing. Very famous for a very brief appearance, yeah. isn't it? I know. It's weird. Well, I guess we don't know. Well, this is 95, isn't it? But he was quite good, isn't it? Yeah. I Played mean... the sort of creepy... <laughs> he did creepy well. Inverted comma zero Noel. Yeah. He had a nice, nice bit to it. But I wonder, like, he, yeah, he's such a big name, yet he is in this in the first season. Hmm. Yeah, I'm just a surprise they get someone. A little cameo. A little name in there. Yeah. So early doors. Shall we go to fashion? Fashion turn to the left. left. So, well, I think this is a, a massive one for fashion because I've written down loads of fashion. Oh, have you? Yeah. I think just because we said previously, I think the one with the poker, that it wasn't really the kind of 90s um, that I remember. Mm. But I feel there was a lot of stuff in here. Also, waistcoat watch. Thank you. Always on waistcoat watch. First scene. Who's got a waistcoat on? Chandler. Chandler's got a waistcoat on. What kind of waistcoat is it? Knitted. Knitted grey one. <laughs> Lovely. Um, yeah, I thought, yeah, first scene, we're already on waistcoat watch. So that's a big tick. <laughs> dungarees, Monica and dungarees. Yes, also written down. Thank you for noticing. Some 90s dungarees. Because dungarees. Monica's got dungarees on. And then in the credits, um, yeah. there's a scene, there's a bit with Rachel in dungarees. Oh, nice. So this is, a, this is season that. one, very dungaree heavy. Oh. Thoughts on a dungaree? Love a dungarees. What are your thoughts? I mean, this is not anything to do with friends, but just in general. What are your thoughts on a man in a dungarees? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's suddenly into very creepy territory. Saw... <laughs> oh, dear. There's a man at work. The reason I bring it up, there's a man at work yesterday. Yeah. Before. He was wearing a dungarees. Yeah. What colour? It looked quite good on him. Okay. Black. What... Okay. That's better. What's he underneath? Is... A sort of nothing. Car- <laughs> <laughs> Naked. Um, I think it was sort of a khaki-ish t-shirt. Oh dear, I'm not. I'm not getting no. good vibes. I'm feeling a bit bilious. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. White, a nice white shirt. Shirt? Yeah. No. Like a like a granddad collar. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm not wearing a shirt. You want to go t-shirt for your guy? Mm. Surely. I don't know, I just don't think I've ever seen a guy in dungarees. Oh, well, I'll take a sneaky snap next time you wear mm, it. Unless it's like Handy Andy or something. Well, that is that is sort of the worry, starting to look a bit like that. Yeah. Joey has a very hideous jumper on. <laughs> you say <pay> that out. <laughs> it's running really bad. Yeah. If I was an actor and someone gave, if someone in wardrobe gave me that, even if it's the 90s, I'd go, really? Uh, I... I didn't hate it as much as you did, but yeah, it was brown in colour. 
It wasn't really, it wasn't even brown. It was sort of a weird sort of flecky. Yeah, it had flecks in it, uh, but it was brown based. But right? it also, yeah, no sort of shape to it. Horrible, yeah, horrible chunky. thing. I don't mind, I don't mind. I know you like a chunky knit. Yes, love a chunky knit. But that was really bad. Wow. Someone as good looking as Joe would not be wearing that. <laughs> Ross had um, t-shirts over t-shirts. <laughs> Tick. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Um, Phoebe had a very nice denim shirt tied up at the waist. Yes, please. That's, that's your sort of bag? Uh, not just my sort of bag. I'm almost certain I had the exact same outfit. I mean, not exact same, but very close. Very similar. Denim, tied up at the waist, blue, white sort of t-shirt thing underneath, and top underneath, and then a blue flowery long skirt long, yeah. with some cons. Yeah, those lovely um, long skirts, they were very in in the 90s. Long skirts with a pattern, flowery pattern on them. I think we've talked about this before because I remember saying about your maternity trousers, even though you've never been pregnant. (laughs) Rachel, red tartan trousers. Thank you. Also noted that down. Um, Because she had, because that was, we did talk about that before, didn't we? we? And it was Rachel that wore them. It was. Are these the same ones or are these slightly different? I tell you where she was wearing them because I always remember. She was wearing them in your favourite episode. Oh, yeah. Um, when she decided that she wasn't going to go to... Uh, with her Nick to... sweatshirt. Yeah. Mm. Looked really good. But they were a different pair because those were a thicker... It almost looked a little bit PJ-ish. In yeah. The other one, whereas these were sort of almost like leggings. Yeah, they? they were, yeah. It was quite good. So we're still yet to see an outfit um, that's been used again. Although, oh, you, yeah, although you would never know with Ross's shirt over t-shirt look. <laughs> yeah, the guys could be wearing it all the time. Yeah. I mean, that that waist, that knitted waistcoat could have come out. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, well I think that. actually, yeah. Well, yeah, we definitely talk about knitted waistcoats. And final one from me, Monica's sort of black skirt with like braces, sort of black. Sort oh, of I like that Braces, look white shirt, drunk. lovely look. Yeah, yeah, when she's drunk. Very 90s. Yeah. Very good look for her. I really like that. It's a little bit like a mime, but <laughs> when's that a bad thing? Yeah. Any further thoughts on fashion? I think you've covered it all. I mean, very extensive. Yeah. Well, there was a lot to say this time, there I thought. a lot to say. A lot. Oh, one thing, just a brief mention. Phoebe, first scene, wearing a very sort of multicoloured patchwork sort of waistcoat thing. Oh, right. Classic. Yeah. Early doors, Phoebe. Exactly. Did Phoebe have sort of... I can't remember what her hair was doing. Was it slightly the slightly curly phase? It wasn't your very early friend's curly phase. Right. It was quite straightish, but had more volume than the later All right. Phoebe. Yeah. She sort of had it pinned up. Little Those little two little strands. Oh, uh, like yeah. Pinned up the back. Yeah. The side of the head. Well, we're on fashion, 90s fashion. Should we move on to our 90s klaxon? <laughs> Why not? So I've got two. I have got sort of three, but two sort of merge into one. Okay, well, I think we've definitely got the same... One of them. One of them. Yes. Phoebe playing a Game Boy. Game Boy, please. <coughs> Original Game Boy. Original Game Boy. Um, also, Phoebe playing it. A bit weird. Do you think it was her Game Boy? <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like... I can imagine Phoebe sort of hang... You can't... Mm. I can't really imagine, like... A Rachel or a no. having a Game Boy. No, but we didn't think the boys would have it and then be mm. Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really think about that, but um yeah, I guess the other two girls wouldn't. What do you think she was playing? 
I think she would be playing... Well, I don't know. I didn't have a Game Boy. You had a Game Boy. I had a Game Boy. Well, don't bring this up. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. It's difficult memories for us all. <laughs> yeah. Remember when... But you did have an original Game Boy, didn't you? No. Oh, you didn't have an original no, Game Boy? You not... had nothing before the colour no. in inverted commas Game Boy. <laughs> yeah, so... So on your Chris... Was it your Christmas no, list? No, it Birthday was, list? It was... Um... Passing your exams? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say GCSE, but that's way too late. I think it was getting into senior school. Your entrance exams. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, got in, so... Got a got, treat. Got a treat. Um, can I tell you what mine was? Please do. I um, think I know what this is, actually. A, a stereo CD tape player. Yeah. Two, two decks tape player. Nice. One CD player. Never had a CD player before. Massive old thing it was. Yeah. Um, got it when I was, yeah, so it was 11 plus exams. Mm-hmm. Kept it until I was after, well long after university. Oh, thank you. That's how things were built in those days. <laughs> Some of the member of the Green Party. <laughs> <laughs> and you could tape stuff off the radio. Yeah, and were you using the two two tape decks to sort of... Yeah, because you could tape off one oh, onto the, the other. other. Yeah. For mixtape purposes. Yeah. Then, yeah, why was that? Why would you need it other than that? I guess that was it. People loved a mixtape, though. Well, it was against copyright, so... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, anyway, so I got that. What, what did you ask for? I asked for a colour Game Boy. A colour Game Boy, so that was when, so they moved from original Game Boy yeah. with a sort of grey screen, yes. you saw everything in grey, mm-hmm. and the colour Game Boy came out and you could see all the things moving about in colour and yeah. everything like that, so that's what you got, was it? Yeah, no. Oh, no, well that's what you asked for. <laughs> yeah, that's what I asked oh, for. Oh, right. What, what did you get instead? What is that? <laughs> I went with our dad to the shops to get it. Yeah. What happened was he saw something that had a colour on it. So the Game Boy. Yeah. Now, I feel like it had a name. I can't remember what it was. But it was basically uh, in between a game, original Game Boy and a Game Boy Colour. Yeah. And it was a Game Boy thinner with a coloured shell. Yeah. So the shell itself the was colour. The shell itself was colour. But the screen, but the was, screen still was still grey. Oh dear. You can tell, listeners, probably what happened. <laughs> he got that, didn't he? Yeah, he got that one. Oh, but were you with him? Yeah, but the thing was, was, I was with him and I did realise the mistake. Oh no. But he was like, oh, this is only so and so many pounds. And the girl came... Cheap amount of pounds. Yeah. This is, this is the cheap amount of pounds one. Yeah, it was a cheap amount of pounds one. <laughs> oh, no. It doesn't sound like him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the accountant in him yeah. just saw yeah, the, yeah. the money. Thought, well, it's your entrance exams, not your GCSEs, love. What do you want? <laughs> 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 yeah. Exactly. Um, and w- was mum impressed by this turn no. of events? And do we still talk about it now? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you didn't quite end up with what you wanted, but it's still it's still got a Game Boy. Come on. Yeah, still pleased with that. Yeah, and what did you play on Zelda? Of course, Zelda. one of the best. Yeah. I don't really remember playing anything but Zelda. Why would you? Uh, Orinoco of Time. Orinoco. Orinoco. That's that's the Rumble. <laughs> that's the Rumble guy. Orinoco. Is that it? Orinoco. Orinoco. Is that the, that, it's like a... Um, yeah, that weird instrument. Instrument. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or in no go time, it's just as good. It's just as good. <laughs> that one was all bouncing around, that's why I had to try and find him. Take him, take Zelda away from him. <laughs> yeah, I had that. Uh, something, one about Camelot. 
Do you remember that? Not really. I feel like you had played about as well. Uh, I don't really remember playing on your game boy no, much. I sort of remember us being in Dublin. We had a go. Oh right. I don't. I had a Super Nintendo, of course, so I didn't course. need to hang about with your inferior Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, but, in, my, in my head, Phoebe's playing Tetris. Oh, That's what I remember from those old Game Boys. It was yeah, just very basic stuff like basic. Tetris. Oh, Bomberman. Do you remember Bomberman? Bomberman, yeah, I did oh, think that. That was good. But I, what well, I thought she was playing, because I didn't have the original Game Boy, but I had friends who did. Mm. And what I really remember playing there was um, Kirby. Remember that? Did it have a sort of long nose? He um, he was sort of like a I don't know like a cloud like figure, oh, and he no, was sort then. of filled with air. Oh right. And then sort of like float about places. No, I don't remember that. So I think that would be sort of Phoebe's kind of thing. Oh okay. Hmm. I still think Tetris. <laughs> That's very boring. That's yeah. boring for Phoebe. I know, oh, but she's sort of having a conversation. You can't yeah, concentrate. It's definitely not you like your Zelda where you've got to concentrate. I hope you're fine, Tetris. Is actually quite stressful. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, you'd be, should be getting stressed out about those <laughs> things coming down. So, yeah, that's a 90s klaxon. Um, my second 90s klaxon yeah. was when uh, Fate Monica and Monana are talking, and Fate Monica sort of saying about Dead Poet Society and going to see that, and yeah. uh, oh, I wouldn't waste my time with that. And so, Monica, real Monica says, Monana says, I would definitely not recommend Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was my. Uh, that was good. Yeah. Um, very nice, but also a bit harsh. Everyone loves Mrs. Doubtfire, don't they? Oh well, yeah, I also thought the same. Very different films. Yeah. Just because you didn't like Dead Poet Society. Yeah, I feel like yeah, because Mrs. Doubtfire is a kids' film, yeah, isn't it? And so, a comedy. Yeah, and why? Yeah, so it's not like you're wasting two hours on it. Like it might, you can sort of say, oh, kids' films not very good, but you wouldn't sort of go, oh that's the one to hold up and say you've yeah. wasted time on it. Because... Presumably it's just because of Robin Williams, which embarrassing thing as he turned up as a cameo. Oh, yeah. Slagging off his work. Yeah. Wow. Because um, that's sort of the only reason you'd link those two films. Oh, I see, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. That's the only thing I can think yeah. of. But I say, like, very different. Just yeah. Just you're not liking one. You can't really say, like, a kid's film has wasted your time. Because you're like, well, that's sort of... Why you go? You're yeah. not going to be enriched by it. And also, and Mrs. Delphi is a great film. So good. Thank you. I love that film. Yeah. It did just make me think, oh, I want to watch that again. Yeah, and that bit where Pierce Brosnan coughs up that um, squid oh, or whatever cool. it was. Prawn. Because mm. it had paprika on it. No, I think he was a like, shellfish, wasn't he? No, I think it's because it had paprika on it, wasn't oh, it? Was it? I it was a like, shellfish. No, because then you wouldn't eat a prawn. Would no, I think it's because it had paprika on it. Oh, I know more Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, yeah, sorry. We've got massive fan. But, uh, yeah, that's also quite dangerous of Robin Williams, whoever it, his name was. Whoever the character was. He didn't called. know he was allergic to Paprika. Did he not? No. no, he did. That was the whole point. He was trying to. No, he was just trying to embarrass him. I don't think he. No, oh, I think he, that was nice. Did he embarrass him by putting loads of Paprika in it? No, I don't think that was a thing. No. Oh, we're going to have to watch Mrs. Doubtfire no, again. Oh, come on. <laughs> This is definitely not what I meant to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was your other nineties claxon then? No, that was that was it. I just put those two together. Oh, the the Dead Poet Society. Yeah, yeah Dead yeah. Poet Society. Because yeah. I didn't put Although... Dead Poet Society because I thought 
I didn't watch that. So. Yeah, also, it's, mm, I looked it up, it's 1989. Oh, right. So that, does not cl- that does not... Well, you might have catched it late. I should have really said, um, I did not include that because it's 1989, and then I would have looked really... Um, <laughs> you would look really good, and good. also not look like a complete... Tool. <laughs> There's not a huge amount of things to bring up in this episode, but one thing I did want to kind of point out was maybe a different style of humour, maybe a bit of visual humour. Oh. Um, and how Friends uses visual humour. Yes, interesting. So also in our um, the season one we did, the one with all the poker, we talked about uh, the use of surrealist humour. Yes. And... This one, I like to talk about visual humour, and maybe, yeah, is that a season one thing where they're trying out different types of humour, ah, or maybe we just haven't noticed later on or whatever. Um, but I think there's a couple of visual humour gags here. Uh, one of them was the see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. Oh, yes, of course. Or whichever yeah. way around it is. Yeah. The three monkeys. Yeah. So there's a scene where you cut back to the central central perk and the three boys are sitting mm. there and they're in that pose of the three monkeys doing yeah. here, see, yeah. no evil. I just thought it was quite a nice little, sort of not um, played upon too yeah. heavily, but just like a nice little visual gag. Also the fact that there it is about a monkey. Yeah. Nice little time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I put that as well because I feel like that's quite an iconic seen in like I feel like I've seen that photograph yeah quite a lot you know when you're sort of looking at google and stuff yeah image quite a lot of them yeah. doing that yeah um yeah it's a nice little yeah I think that was quite clever quite understated um and the other bit was a really small really subtle bit I think I'm thinking the same Is thing because I was going to bring it up in fashion. Oh, uh, yes. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. So is it the airport scene? It is in the airport scene. So in the airport scene, Ross has to say goodbye to Marcel, who's going off to his San Diego zoo. Mm. And Ross is wearing a little pin. And that pin is a banana. <laughs> a banana pin. Oh, that was really cute. I know, it was Just... really cute. Because at the beginning, it was hard quite to sort of see what it was. Mm. You had to really sort of look and see oh yeah and you think how many people have missed that yeah because i like that i like that kind of like we're not playing upon it it's not a massive thing and the yeah. thing but we've just put that in for people if they notice it i um yeah i quite like stuff like that because i sort of think oh i wonder whether like who said about that like, yeah the director said oh we want that or whether the, the you know the costume team just said oh look like, yeah a little Little pin. Yeah, or they just got a sort of like a banana thing, right? and they were like, "Oh, that'd be nice to yeah. put on." But I think it's quite nice that yeah, the idea that Ross would think, "Oh, I'm going to say goodbye," <laughs> I'll put that on. <laughs> I thought that was quite sweet. So uh, yeah, let's keep an eye on visual humour. Um, so another thing we have previously mentioned is the use of music in Friends, yeah. and I've um, posited the theory that they use. Uh, music as in sort of contemporary music as in recording artists rather than just soundtracks or background music Um, a lot more in earlier series than later series and I'm not sure how true that is I just feel like that's how I remember it being yeah Um, and the fact they had a soundtrack early on and all that sort of thing like a release soundtrack and we have one song here so it's just a point so we remember that in this episode there is a kind of contemporary song although it's not like mm. a pop song it's just a song that's sung if oh you like. right yeah so the idea of using like a song with words yes as part of the, the storyline so um it's in the airport scene and it's um a song called you're a big boy now 
Oh, I didn't even notice uh, that. When yeah. you said that, I was trying to remember. I don't. I yeah, don't so it's not like a pop song that. in the time, like you know, in the one with the two parties, you get like actual pop this, songs. Yeah. yeah, but it's um, yeah, just a point to note that they are using music ah. with lyrics in this episode. So it's yeah, Marcel going away, and he's a big oh. boy now. A bit creepy, is it? <laughs> Yeah, a bit creepy because he's humping stuff. So he's, sec- he's he's sexually mature. He's a big boy now. Also, that phrase "big boy now" just reminds me of Pampers. Oh yeah, that you're ad- a big boy exactly, now. Exactly that advert. Yeah. yeah. Mummy, wow! I'm a, a big, big boy, boy now. now. Yeah. Bit creepy. Because he, he can wear Pampers. Yeah. Mm. Pull up Pampers. Final thing for me to know is. Yeah. Um, just a lot of different settings in this one. Uh, oh, okay. Not just the two apartments yeah. and Central Perk. You've got um, the tap class, dance Indeed. dance area. Yeah. Um, you've got the prison. Oh, yeah, I've got about the prison, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, fake Monica finally gets found out and goes to prison. That classic American thing of, like, a prison where you're talking through a glass yeah. screen with telephones, which if you've done what she's done, which is just, Stole um, a bit. Would she be in prison card. anyway? Yeah. Well, I don't know because it is fraud, right? So that's quite yeah. But you wouldn't be in thing. you wouldn't be in prison, would you? Because well, you're not in is... da- you're not endangering the public. Yeah, I'd, but fraud I'd give them bail. <laughs> well, you haven't. To be fair, you haven't studied the bar. It's petty fraud. It's not like defrauding a million yeah, pounds. Yeah, but you don't know what what whether she's um long line of this. You don't know her history. Well, that's only if they've caught her and because they, she's been on the run. Like, she'd have to be in prison for only this. Well, no, she might have just not been... She might have got away with it previously. You yep. don't know her... You don't, you don't that, know her um, criminal history. No, but right? that suggests that she would be on the run then, that they haven't got her, that she'd be wanted. Or they haven't managed to discover... Uh, yeah, I see what you mean. So she's only been arrested for this crime. Mm. They wouldn't have been... Mm. If they're not looking yeah. for her. Well, I don't know. I don't think she'd be in, like, that prison where... Well, I don't... Yeah, well, this is my point. I don't know if she'd be in... Because presumably that there's high security if you've got a sort of glass screen between you and you're talking to Presumably, phone. yeah. I don't know what the... Yeah. to, like, non-violent yeah. offenders. Is that what uh, American jails are like? Or is it uh, is it just a film and TV version of it? I don't know, because I'm sort of thinking of, like... <laughs> watching um, Making a Murderer. Oh, yeah. And then sort of having pictures against the wall together. So not like... Oh, yeah. Not... And he's yeah. accused of murdering someone, so... Yeah. So she'd be fine. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe yeah. Times have changed. But I just think it's funny of that, like, yeah, what you think of American prisons. Yeah. Where they have to talk through a glass screen yeah. and phones and stuff. And she's got to, like, go to the toilet in front of loads of women. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no private visit. yeah <laughs> um so yeah you got the prison and then um the airport obviously at the end so lots of different kind of they're using lots of different sets yeah here. also i think if i think in the early series you get to see different parts of the set that you don't see later on so it's not quite as locked down on what you see so right. for example in central perk mm. you see a table beyond our normal table so the camera's a bit further back and there's like a table in front of the table they sit out of the sofa. Oh, I didn't see that. Mm, yeah. And that completely goes against what I imagine that back bit to be like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I imagine a wall there. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, it's sort of another sort of thin, ta- thin wooden table. Um, loads of magazines on it. And again, the coffee table that they set has loads of magazines. Someone in the background reading a magazine. That's what <laughs> people must have done in coffee houses before the invention of the iPhone. Just Smartphone. A free magazine. <laughs> yeah, just loads of magazines, tabletop books. A doctor's waiting room. I don't know. How many coffee houses just have magazines lying around? I know. I was trying to think whether that sort of thing ha- happens now. I feel like you get those sort of like um, healthy living, mm. but you don't get loads of different ones. You just no. get like one that the coffee house might get. Yeah. Fake. Yeah. <laughs> Branded it fake. Or just fake, or just like how it was. Old school. In the old days. Mm. Yeah, so that was just interesting to note. Different settings. Do you have any last points before we go into best bits and best friend? I think so. Okay. Let's do best bits then. So we've said it's not massive amounts going on in this episode. Can you scrape up any best bits? <laughs> no. No, <laughs> I can. I can. Okay, let's move on then. <laughs> um, there, were, there were a few bits I did like. Mm-hmm. There's one bit where Monica... Phoebe and Rachel are together in Monica's apartment and um, Monica says, oh, look, I want to follow fake Monica and see what she's doing. She's living this life I, I'm not living. Yeah. And Rachel's sort of chastising her and saying, you know, what are you thinking? And Phoebe sort of goes into this sort of rant of, for the love of God, Monica, it's madness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sort of... Um, Big sort of dramatic outburst. Yeah. And then afterwards she says, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was quite cute. Yeah, I thought it was quite, it was quite unusual though. It's like, oh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's almost like Phoebe had not that much and like. They thought, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I feel like she has done something similar before where she sort of over the top acts. Mm. Like when I was thinking when she, when Ross finds out about, uh, Monica and Chandler. Oh yeah. And she obviously already knows that yeah. she, she puts on that over a top <laughs> yeah. sort of acting that she is a big surprise to her. Yeah, yeah, she's quite good at that. <laughs> I, mean, I quite like that Phoebe thing. Only one other one I would say was at the end when um they're seeing Marcel off into the air- airport. They're saying goodbye to him in the airport. Yeah. And um, everyone's sort of saying goodbye individually. And Joey sort of comes up and says, oh, I don't know what to say, Ross. Yeah. Monkey. And then Ross just says, just say what you feel. And Joey says, Marcel, I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> That's a nice little Simple Joey. Ass. Yeah. Little Joey thing there. Yeah. I like the way Ross just makes them say something. I know. <laughs> and also the fact that Monica's not there because she's with... Um... Fake oh, yes. Monica. Yeah. So um, she doesn't get to say goodbye to No, I, I did um, actually write that down about that. Again, like my theory of like, oh, are they actually that close as siblings? Yeah. Because all the others stand up for it. I know. She and didn't also, bother turning up. There's a couple of things in Friends. Um, one notable one, which I wonder if we'll get to, but um, where they, it's just random that one of them isn't there. Yeah. And you think, oh. You could have made it a different timeline. Like, she could have gone and visited her at a different time. Yeah, just, that's true. It's sort of a bit like, I wonder why they did that. And there's a couple of occasions mm. where it's like the whole gang apart from one of them. And you think, 
They were, and usually because there's no reason for them to be. Not, yeah. Because they were like, oh, they have a different storyline. But really, like, different timelines, you, you couldn't could, have fitted that in. Yeah, because if you were actually in that situation in Monica, you just say, oh, go and see, yeah. make Monica another day. Yeah, you just, yeah, have you that have set up. Um, I suppose you'd have, yeah, people, if you're doing it like scene by scene, you go, oh, why was she just at the prison then? You wouldn't sort of think mm. about times but i think they're gonna feel it out anyway so i've only got two best bits right and one of them is um early on when um rachel and monica so monica's trying to figure out this thing about oh has she got better life than me and look at this credit card statement all this sort of thing and she sits down with this statement and says okay let's compare shall we and rachel says it's so late for shall we (laughs) (laughs) yeah i like that bit (laughs) that's really good and also um, when they go, Phoebe, Rachel and Monica go to the dance class and they're trying to look out to see who fake Monica is and um, Monica's kind of looking around I think she says something like, what do you think? And Phoebe says, lots of things. <laughs> oh, I, I think I missed that one. <laughs> Quite That's a nice, nice yeah. cute throwaway line. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were really my two best bits. So let's talk about best friend. This is a tricky one. Mm. Have you got a best friend in this? No, I keep going back and forth. Mm. I mean, it's to have two candidates pretty strong. Oh, really? What are your two candidates? Well, I just haven't got any candidates, what I mean. Like, oh, to have right. two that you're comparing Oh, us. I see what you mean. Yes, yeah, I know. Well, more the fact that it's default. Yeah. So, don't really like Ross in this. No. Mm, no. No, I suppose he's sort of being a good dad to Marcel, but... He's not his son. Um... <laughs> <laughs> to be clear um don't really like ross in this don't really like monica in this well i don't dislike her but oh, it's a bit nothing rachel don't mind in this episode chandler's fairly there so really it's between phoebe and joey for me oh what were yours well i don't know no i'm because i just don't think you can have anyone but monica because they just don't do anything. But then I don't want to choose Monica because I don't think that's fair. I almost don't think it's fair to Monica because, like, <laughs> I want her to have an episode. Like, I want her to win an episode that's because she's really good in yeah. it. And this is just by default. And I, she's not that good, is she? Like, I just think... But I don't think any of them are. Like, well, I felt at least, like, I did, like, Phoebe's, like, dancing and she had some good lines in that. Mm. And I felt like Joey had a couple of good lines, whereas I didn't pick out anything on Monica's that I liked. Okay. But are we just going to say no for this? None of them are... Uh, well, I don't know. Well, you seem you... you seem to feel like I have one. No, it's more like, oh, these are my two that were better yeah. than others. But better friend does not mean best, best friend. friend. I'm going to avoid it. I don't think I can pick a best friend for this. I don't want to pick Monica. Monica's the only one I can pick, and I don't want to pick her because, oh, uh, yeah, I think she deserves better. So can I avoid it? You avoid it. Maybe I'll do the same. I would pick Phoebe alone on that outfit she wore to the dance floor. <laughs> but that feels unfair to choose best friends for just clothes. All right. Okay, so this was a random episode. The randomizer picked it for us. Yeah. Maybe not a classic. What would you like to give it as your cup rating? I'm afraid it's going to be low. 
How um, low, though, is the question. How low can you go? I, I, don't, I feel like I'm being quite harsh, but would I watch this again? Wouldn't be choosing to, to be honest. Yeah. It was just bore. It was just a bit boring. Okay. I didn't dislike it in the way that I like other, dislike other ones because they're in some way offensive. Yeah. <laughs> this one was just like nothing's really happening. One point five. Wow. One point oh, five. Was that too low? It's quite harsh, I think. Oh. Um, you know, you're entitled to your opinion. That's fine. One point five. I um I take a slightly different view in that I'd rather watch like a boring like episode like this where it still feels like a nice thing to watch. It's still your friend, your comfort blanket, rather than something horrible with pee in it. Hmm. Um and I feel like there's quite a few episodes which I really dislike for a lot of reasons. I don't hmm. like I don't dislike this episode at all. I think it's yeah it's quite nice. There's no one really that I don't really like Faye Monica, but she's not awful hmm. um obviously there's a lot much better episodes you've got to think about that as well so i am going to give it 2.5 oh okay yeah you want yeah well i would watch it again would you yeah thing is for me i know you sort of talk about p and like you know we didn't like the bruce willis character mm. and stuff but at least like oh, i was thinking more sort of that bruce willis episode that you chose yeah um, the one where Paul's the man. Yeah. I feel at least with that, like, I really liked Ross in that. Like, mm. There's some good Ross lines. Ross did some good physical humour in that. And I just, I don't know, with this, I'm just like, it's just a bit nothingy for me. Yeah. I still That's think I would rather I just watch a sort of middle of the road one like this than even, like, because we watched that and actually some bits were better. Um, I just, yeah, psychologically I'm put off by ones with characters I don't like. Mm. Um, so I'm going to stick with my 2.5. I'm, I'm not trying to change you. I'm no, just saying yeah, how yeah. I feel. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying how I feel. Well. That's all we can do. <laughs> that's all you can do in life. So we still haven't come up with the best friend, but maybe that's something we can discuss in our next episode. Yes. So our next episode is our last one of the series, Ooh. episode 10. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that episode, we'll be going over some of the things that we've learned from our previous nine episodes. What have we learned? What have we learned? What themes have we come up with? Um, things that we've got wrong that we would like to revise, <laughs> mostly. <laughs> That's mainly what the episode's um, going to be. Um, but yeah, maybe just review our ratings now that we've sort of had nine. Yeah review our best friends who's the best friend of the series oh yes so our... if we haven't had anyone who's a best friend maybe we will give them a nod maybe we'll revise this yeah, we void to. episode in the meantime you can uh, contact us on at pod underscore friends on twitter and instagram and if you'd like to say anything for the last episode please do any yeah. questions anything we've got wrong please let us know any thoughts Until next time, that's it from us. So goodbye. Bye.